Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Kathleen Fullen, and I would like to introduce Syed Abbas, running for the State Assembly in District 46. As we begin, please tell our viewers what educational, occupational, and civic experiences you have that qualify you for this office including your experience working with diverse communities. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for an opportunity and it's been uh, honored and I'm humbled to be here. I was originally born in Pakistan. I got my master degree in research track in journalism in Pakistan and then got a job in United Nations head office, New York, where I worked with the diverse community, 193 languages and representation of those languages are in United Nations. So in New York, I worked there for two years. And then I got another master double MSc in public policy and human development in the Netherlands and also have experience working in Europe, in Asia, as well as now in America. Uh, I, I was fortunate uh, to move here in Madison. My wife is from Madison, Wisconsin, and we have two beautiful daughters. Both are born here. Uh, in Madison, uh, in Dane County, and uh, we, I got uh, excited about how the local politics work and how I can give back while I'm young to back to the community. So I got involved in various neighborhood association, various cities committees in leadership role as well, and then got elected to 2019 in Madison Common Council as an alder. 2020, my fellow alders elect me as council vice president in 2021 as a council president. I just finished my term as a council president and now I'm alder of east side and north side of Madison. And for my day job, I worked statewide with all Wisconsin utility in a role of director of education and training. A lot of my job is to find bridges and common ground where we can achieve 2050 carbon emission goals. So I have a lot of experience working with Democrats, Republican, uh, conservatives, uh, people with all sides of spectrum and achieving our carbon neutral goal. And there is a quite a bit of success in that field I achieved. Thank you. What specific changes would you support to ensure that voters are able to cast their ballots and have confidence in the outcomes of our elections? What experiences have you had with the election administration that inform your response? Yeah, great question. So being a uh, council president, we, we had a really tough time with the Donald Trump and Republican Party accusation, false accusation about fake election. Our elections are fair. We also need to acknowledge our clerk department, which is under attack continuously. They got threats, they got attacked. So as a council president and elected official, I really support our, our hardworking volunteers and our clerical people who really make sure these elections are fair and move forward. I think so it's extremely important for me as a person of color and as an immigrant, to talk to my community and community at large, like uh, Latino, Hispanic, Black, South Asian community. And I am I am doing this during my election campaign to bring that trust and tell them about how important our vote is. Right now, I always say that to our South Asian community and our community who does not vote, back home, we have trauma. We carry trauma of authoritarian regime, dictatorship regime, 
And we feel like when we come to U.S., well, our vote might doesn't matter because that's how we grow up living in those part of the world. But here, our vote decide life and death. Look at what is happening with Roe v. Wade and the Supreme Court is seeing our more vote more than ever for our future generation, for my two daughters, for other people's kids. It is extremely crucial for us more than ever to get out and vote and use our fundamental right. And I stood with it. I stood with FairMap and I am helping my community and community in District 46 to get registered get them out, and make sure they get their voice heard. Thank you. Do you think Wisconsinites have adequate access to affordable health care services, including reproductive health and abortion care? What should be the legislature's role? Yeah, so so I support Governor Evers. Uh, uh, I, I uh, I support in the state of Wisconsin. I believe there are uh, hundreds of thousands of people who do not have access to basic right healthcare and women women healthcare. They are basically human right healthcare is human right. Period. Taking those right away is absolutely uh, mind boggling. I just don't understand. In this era, we are talking about 1960s rules and regulation on women or 1970s. If I get elected, I will support Governor Evers effort to expand Medicaid for thousands of people who have no health care. I also support bringing federal dollar to the state of Wisconsin to increase Medicaid coverage. Doing so would not only expand coverage, but it also create jobs in our community. And it's extremely important to go above federal 100% poverty level, expand that health care beyond it. And also, um, uh, Planned Parenthood, other organization, we need to invest more and give them more dollar to really make sure women health get those health which they need. Thank you. What do you think is required to improve outcomes for students in public schools, including those with disabilities? As a legislator, what would you do to advance these measures? Great question. So as, as father myself, I have a two kids and I have friends. They Some of friends have kids with disability. I do think school, school, school funding should not rely on a regressive property tax system. Uh, we must invest in our school for our children and future generation. Without investing in our school, we cannot compete amongst a global workforce. It's a global competition and we need to invest in our school. Some of our best talent is being lured abroad because of foreign investments in education. I completely support a local control of school, but will work to relieve the burden of taxation on homeowners and renters. The state should keep the promise of two-third funding of schools. And if I get elected, I will make sure there's more funding for our Private, uh, our uh, public schools, as well as for kids who have who need access uh, uh, to uh, to their uh, education, especially when they have disabilities. So we need to make sure those kids and other kids they all have access to sufficient funding in our public school system. Thanks. What specific strategies do you support for ensuring clean water for all Wisconsinites? 
Yeah, no, this is something, it's, it's something I'm working for a long period of time uh, on PFAS issue. As council president, I try to rock the boat. I try to create a president work group on environmental justice to really study about PFAS. And I also invested through many budget amendments uh, to do more testing on a, on, on a city base, on city wells. But this issue is not limited to the city. This issue is statewide. The issue is in French Island. The issue is in Rhinelander. They are all, all red area. The issue is in Madison, Wisconsin. This is uh, this should be done as nonpartisan because it does not really impact blue or red. It impacts the whole state of Wisconsin. We need to have a strict PFAS uh, standard. Uh, we should have one part per trillion not more than one, even zero, but there should be no contamination in drinking water. It's a basic right. And as a father and a fierce advocate for environmental justice, I also strongly support Governor Reber's commitment to providing 100% carbon-free energy and, and also clean water by 2050. As a proud father, I'm concerned about my daughter's generation which will be forced to breathe, drink, and interact with our dirty atmosphere. And if we do not act, it will be too late. And just one small example I would like to give. Air pollution accounts for 20% of newborn deaths worldwide and most related to complication of low birth weight and preterm birth. And we need to create policies which can help achieve zero carbon emission, clean environment, clean water, and my action in Common Council, electrifying our EV fleet. And recently in a press conference, we mentioned about carbon reduction in our commercial building structure. So I set those example, legislative example in local level, and I want to carry that in state assembly and make sure everybody has access to clean drinking water and clean air. What legislation would you support to see that guns no longer get into the hands of those who would do harm with them? Yes. Yeah, so, so it, me, again, on a personal level, uh, being a uh, father of two kids, we sending our kids to a public school. And we as a parent have to really think what our kids are safe in the school. I think so. This whole gun violence is so out of control. Our kids, your mosque, church, gurdwara, religious location, entertainment location, Everywhere you see gun violence, this need to be stopped. I support uh, President Biden measures he's taking, uh, uh, red flag law, also as well as uh, increasing the age from 18 to 21. Uh, strict background check is extremely important. But also on the state level, we need to do like other states already did, cool down period, a legislation I would like to introduce where we would, people won't be able to buy a gun on the same day. They have to wait for 72 hours. So in case if somebody have confrontation or a fight among each other, I do not want these people to go in Kabbalah's or any, any store uh, and buy a gun and then, and then that could lead into a disaster. So putting that type of time frame will also cool down the situation. But more importantly, we have to be strict on our background check and also really make sure uh, we should have ban uh, 
AR-17 and assault rifle uh, weapons. Those weapons have no place in this society. We spend millions and millions of dollars on our law enforcement, police, uh, our U.S. military uh, to protect us. But internally, I don't think so. We live in an environment where we need uh, automatic and semi-automatic rifles to protect ourselves. That's just beyond my thinking why people buy those weapons. What opportunities do you see to work across the aisle on issues important to your constituents? Yeah, so I said examples like, you know, I, again, City of Madison, most people are like-minded, but my role in as a city council president, that we spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, years of negotiation and study after study on body-worn camera. When I become council president, I do believe in accountability. And because of that accountability and my, my belief in accountability, I worked across the aisle and get those much needed 11 votes to implement a pilot on body one camera. That's one of the example. Another example across the board working is I used to work uh, uh, within my company. Previously, I was a business development manager for property assess clean energy financing. It's a sustainability financing. That financing need to be adopted by counties. So North counties, East North counties, Republican counties, I work with them, talk in their language. I talk about what is KWH saving to them. I talk about what is a dollar saving if they implement our, implement those measures which improve the energy efficiency, which have direct impact on your their pocket so they can save more costs with lower energy bill. So talking their language on a common grounds, I achieved a lot of success in those counties. And I think so there is an opportunity in our system if I become a state legislative to find those common grounds, talk around those things and try to move forward and bring my constituent voices on the table diplomatically and achieve those solutions. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview, including any priorities that have not yet been identified? Yeah, thank you so much. I, first of all, I, I thanks to all my constituent, also all future constituent in the district. Um, I'm very humble and honored. I'm knocking the door uh, every weekend, as well as I am meeting you at where you are. That's what I believe in. This is a grassroots campaign. I want to be go where you live. And I want you to look into my website, Sayed, for this state assembly. Dot com. You can reach out to me, Sayed for State Assembly at gmail.com. I have a Facebook page, Sayed for State Assembly. Uh, my cell phone number is 608-572-6984. I'm very accessible. I want to talk about what issues matter to you. And I do think so more than ever. Now we need a leadership who can engage people and also bring those voice of those people who are not on the table. And I promise I will work for the whole district, but also for those who left behind in our system. And I will take their voices on the table. Thank you. I want to thank Syed Abbas for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. I want to remind everyone that election day for those candidates involved in a primary is Tuesday, August 9th, and that the fall election is on Tuesday, November 8th. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.